I've been thinking them on like you putting a cup down. You know how you know how we put an entire note on there. On every, every time, single all time. caps that says "sync the audio" and we never do it. We could make that purple, and we still wouldn't do it. I uh, probably would do it less if it was purple. <laughs> I would just. I can't see purple. I don't see nothing. I'm, I'm purple blind. Bro's purple blind. I dude, I made it. That's why I made it exactly at ten thirty. I was like, bro, I got that timing down. <laughs> like, dude. I literally sent you that message like at 10:30 in the dock as I was turning your driveway. I was like, "Yeah." I was I was like, "Oh man, I haven't heard from Jordan. Maybe he died or something." But I didn't care enough to wouldn't reach be, out. So. Wouldn't it be really funny if you're like, "Man, I haven't heard from him." You stepped outside and my yard was just like upside down in the middle of your street on fire. <laughs> you, uh, I, I step outside. I'm like, "Oh, where's Jordan?" And I see you in the process of crashing and getting launched out of your windshield and turning into a splatter on my street. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think that would be absolutely hysterical. Like, Bro would be dead, but he wouldn't even be mad about dude, it. He'd honestly, be like, this is going to be hilarious. I would just hope that you happen to, for whatever reason, be like filming. And you're just like, you're like what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> like, I just, I've always thought that'd be really funny to be like, you'd be like, oh, hey, it's Jordan. And then a fucking, an 18-wheeler just comes by doing 60. <laughs> he eviscerates me. <laughs> Destroys the fucking hamster ball yard. Dude, I get hit so hard that after the truck passes by, the four wheels are still just sitting there. <laughs> All right, let's let's start this thing. Oh man! Hello and welcome to the 132nd installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your host Chris, joined by our other host Jordan, who also lasts 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I'm going to jump ahead here. All you got to do is find the show, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify Podcasts, and the RSS feed. And, as always, contact us via email, censorsfire at pm.me, send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. It's all linked below. There's also Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube and Spotify have video platforms. I'm just getting that shit out the way. They know by now. You, you've heard it 132 Even times. Even if this is your first episode, you know it already. You know. You walked in the room and you're like... <laughs> yeah. It's like a ritual. So, anyway, Chris, what have you been up to? Let's go. So, all right. What's going on, filler? So before we uh, started the episode, I was Jordan was making fun of people who can't see color. Mostly because my coworker can't see certain colors, so see, I was just kind of making fun of him. I've been gifted with the sight of color, and so has all Jordan. the cones work in your eyes. All them, all of them work. Got my cones firing on all. Maybe cylinders. not as well as they should, but they definitely I can distinguish all the colors. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. not as well as I should, but you know, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. So, what the story I was telling was. Um, in my <clears throat> my lighting lab, I was director last week. My group was in charge of directing and producing, and we basically just were co-directors. We all were directors. But my name was on the slate as director. He's a bit of a director. I'm a bit of a fucking director. And <laughs> a lot of lighting has to do with color. Of course. Color, temperature, everything. Yeah, and we were trying to replicate the look of like a cave of some kind very bluey right so mm -hmm. we wanted very blue light mm -hmm. and then we wanted a portion at the end of this cave that was lit very yellowy right right and uh we were trying to stage the shot and i was doing something else and one of the people in my group he was looking at the monitor and he was like <laughs> or no him and i were looking at it together and i go yeah you see like how this how like the blue looks here um, I think, I think that's a good, uh, <clears throat> a good shade of blue. And he goes, yeah, I can't see color. So 
I was like, what the fuck? And then I was thing in orange like it's in India. And then I started, I started like pointing at stuff. And I goes, you see how the colors here interact? Never mind. So That's why he's the bit of a director. <clears throat> so I can see color and he could not. Which is Bro has no future in movie making. Really, honestly. Which is a yeah. shame because he was good to work with. Yeah. But, you know, just get better eyes. It'd be really funny if someone was, like, straight out colorblind, like, could barely see any colors. Like, is that what he was like, or was it just blues? I, I think it was, like, he was, like, blue-yellow. Blue-yellow. If someone was I just somehow... Like you, I forget how it works. I know red-green is one. Yeah. Blue-yellow, I think, is one, or blue-orange or something like that. I think it'd be really funny to have someone who's, like, somehow completely colorblind just try to make a movie. The fucking whole shot's, like, purple, and this one's green. Like, they don't even know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, so, yeah, I was a bit of a director. Bro thought Kratos was pink. How we do that? He's white with white tattoos. <laughs> that just seems stupid. That seems foolish. That's a bit silly. But, but wait, but how can you see the tattoos? They're a different up. shade of white. It's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, this one's, uh, well, this one's white, and this one's a bit almond white. I was going to say, yeah, it's the uh, fucking it's house paints. The thing mm. that my, my dad will do when he paints things is... There'll be shades of like off white, and like, they're different. Mm. It's the same fucking color. It's the same, same color. color. If anything, it's probably <clears> more <throat> in how they reflect light and stuff, and like how much light they actually bounce. But like, it's the same fucking color. It's the same color. Same fucking color. Um. So yeah, imagine not being able to see colors. Yeah, just imagine. Because I got a question for you in regards to colors, kind of adjacent, color adjacent. If that's all you got. Okay. Are you a daylight like... bulb kind of guy, or are you more like a warm light kind of guy? So, here's the thing. I don't have, like, a super strong preference. Um, all the lights in my room are all very daylight-esque. Mm-hmm. And I have the sunlight lamp, which is working miracles, by the way. It helps me... You're like fucking Superman. You're like, oh. It helps me wake up in the morning <laughs> more you? so than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's been working pretty well. I'm feeling significantly better this, this time around. That's good. So thanks to my makes my my pal Jordan. Yeah, my pal my pal Jordan. Okay. That's it. <laughs> my pal Jordan. I just fucking ice him. The rest of the show, you just slumped. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I got the sunlight lamp. Yeah, which is obviously like a warm. It's a light. It's just a very very bright white light. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like cool, but it's not warm either. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about getting some warm lights for my room just because, you know, I don't know. I feel like space needs a bit of yellow, you know, <laughs> a little bit of yeller. I, so <clears throat> the reason I asked is I had this discussion with Letsy's brother-in-law, um, about lights and stuff like that. I mean, we were talking about like his house because his house has a lot of warm lights, but it's a big open concept house. And I was saying how like for me, when I moved into my apartment, it was fucking daylights out the ass, dude. <clears throat> like every bulb got replaced with a daylight because I prefer That's when, the bright. Uh, I remember because we uh, would record the podcast if if it was in your apartment. If you were in your apartment, you looked like you were in heaven. <laughs> I, if I remember, I want to put up the one clip where that got a comment that someone said I looked like I was in fucking yeah, heaven. you looked like you were in heaven. <laughs> but I, yeah, I just, I'm a big daylight enjoyer. Um, although I found out, apparently it's rare. So like I, I have 6,000K, right? And I found out you can get 5,000K. It's fairly rare. But it's, like, a little bit more warm, obviously. But it has, like, a perfect balance, I feel like. Like, like it showed a, a white house, like a white wall, or, like, a, maybe, like, a, 
a light gray wall. In the daylight, you could see like it was blowing out the image a little. Mm. It was reflecting a lot, but in the the 5000K, it was like perfectly balanced color temperature all throughout. And I was like, I kind of like that. Kind of like that. But I'm a big daylight enjoyer. Let it. Let me know. Let me know in the comments, whoever's listening, because. Yeah. I'm real curious because I found out I would. I feel like at least I feel like anyway. I'm in the minority on that because everyone I ask at work is like, "Nah, fuck daylight." I'm like, I like daylight. Uh, I mean, it's all right. I mean, I I don't have any complaints really. I feel like warm just makes me depressed. It depends <clears throat> because now I'm gonna start to become the thing I swore to destroy. Um, something like a Philips Hue mm-hmm. bulb. Best of both worlds. Well, that's you can what... change it. Yeah. But I still, I'll say this, I still refuse to buy them. Because they're like very expensive, On right? principle. I don't know if they just make like bi-color ones mm-hmm. that you can just switch. So That might be nice. So Lexi's brother-in-law did reference Philips Hue. They make one bulb specifically. It's a little pricey, as you'd expect. But its biggest feature is that when you have it at max brightness, it's daylight. And as you dim it, it warms. As See, it dims. That would be nice. That is nice. That's where I would like it as well. Because you can you can adjust. But at that point, depending on the price difference, I would just buy the full spectrum one. Yeah. Um I remember this argument we had about Philips Hue Balls. We had a we had like a heated argument. I about actually this. I will be honest. <laughs> you got mad. I was having a real bad day and that argument didn't help. It was at work. <laughs> no, no. It was Jordan, sh- Jordan was pissed afterwards. It, it was a bad day at work. I was helping Alex and Chris in their department and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna have a good time with the boys. So I brought something up and immediately got berated for it. It turned <laughs> into a genuine argument and then I got heated, like actually heated. I, I was making my point. I was making my point and Jordan was like, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can think that, buddy. <laughs> what, what did I do to you? So, so, so for contents, Philips Hue bulbs, just keeping it brief. I don't know how we brought it up or something, but we were talking about Philips Hue bulbs, and I said that I like them because my apartment doesn't have a neutral wire, so I can't have smart switches. So I could get a Wi-Fi-enabled bulb, a Philips Hue, and turn the light on and off as I'm like bringing groceries up. And Chris and Alex were saying, like, just turn the fucking light on. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but it's away it from on. the door. And then keep it on. And I was like, well, no, I, I always turn it off when I leave. I leave the kitchen one dim or whatever. And it just, it turned into this big <laughs> argument with both sides debating. And it was Alex and Chris versus me. And it was one of the few times that, like, I just couldn't take it. Like, I was just having such a bad day. And like Chris said, by the end of his argument, I literally <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good for you, Chris. I'm glad you think that. Like, that's fine. You do what you want. Hey, listen, <laughs> I will say, when I do get to argue it, I could be kind of a dickhead. Well, I do have to say what was really funny about that day was, so that happened. I stayed in their department helping them. I was silent. We were all quiet, just doing our stuff. And then finally, like, I looked at Chris, Chris looked at me, and we all just started laughing. We were like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, like, what just actually happened? When the <laughs> argument ended, I was like, oh, he's mad now. And he goes, no, I want to get this done. <laughs> and then we and then we just started, we just kept working for like a few minutes, and then everything Every tensions eased. <laughs> yeah, tensions eased. We all looked at each other and we're like, ah, uh. <laughs> uh, this fucking guy over here. Listen, him and his bulbs. Listen, I'll admit when I'm sensey, and that was one of those moments. It was just a bad day, and then we were getting fucked. I think our boss had walked out because he had a meeting, so we were just fucked, the three of us, just stuck doing the, the work. Mm, that feels familiar. <laughs> fucking three dudes? Yeah. Huh? So, it, it was so just. I was a... doing last night, brother. Huh? But yeah, we, that was a man. That was that was like a genuine argument, not like argument, but like I was fucking three dudes, moment. Johnny, Jack, and Jim. 
Johnny Walker, Jack Daniels, and Jim Beam. That's not true. I have none of those products <laughs> in my house. I have actually zero of those. I was fucking a wild turkey, though. I know that. <laughs> 101 times. How, mu- how much fucking stuffing were you putting there? Oh, more than enough. More than enough. Shit, shit looks like a fucking Boston cream donut by the end. <laughs> anyway... What the fuck is this show? <laughs> what have we become, Jordan? I don't know. We've become what we sought to destroy, I feel like, <laughs> like you said. Yeah, so Phillips Hue bulbs, I, I, I might think about it, but then I'd kind of become a hypocrite. Um, but also, it would probably cost like $1,000 to, <laughs> to put all the lights in my room, because I have like there's six lot, light yeah. bulbs in there. Yeah, there's a lot of bulbs in there. Um, and what happens when they break, and I have to replace a $200 light bulb? Yeah, it's I don't think they're that much anymore. They used to be like two hundred dollars a bulb. I think they're like fifty or sixty now. Yeah, which, which is definitely is more reasonable, but like, ugh, a lot more reasonable, especially when you get high quality LED lamps. They are like thirty or forty dollars. Yeah. So, you know, and you get obviously <clears throat> all the features we talked about. But so this episode sponsored by Philips. <laughs> I wish, bro. I wish, bro. Hit me with that sponsorship, bro. Philip, bro. give me that, some of that money. Philip, give me that hue, brother. Hit my hit my bank account. We uh, Jordan needs a new Civic Si. Cause proceeds a a new anything. Anything I, I was, that's not a Ford. I was telling Jordan that I'm I I get a sinister feeling from my car now. <clears throat> Shit laughs at you as you go to get in and said, <laughs> like yeah, I get in <laughs> and I'm driving and I just constantly am gripped by this feeling that something terrible is going to happen. You never know if your wheels gonna fall off, your exhaust gonna fall off, your motor mounts are gonna just do a fucking delete. Well, no, it's right. now when I hear any noise whatsoever, I'm like, oh, something's fucking breaking again. I'm gonna flip over and die. Yeah. So, like, I feel like it's just a bad omen at this point. I just need to get something different. But I'm also not in a position to get something different. Yeah. It's funny because I'm very naturally paranoid around vehicles. I'm like, I just really want this thing to work. And, like, the Yaris is the total opposite where it's like, I'll start it. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, it's going to die. And then it's like, <clears throat> all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm oh, chilling. Man. Binging. If, uh, if the Yaris isn't scrap metal by the time you're done with it, I want it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. I'm just going to, like, throw stuff at it kick it crash it into things yeah that yaris man i mean the engine sounds great i can't talk about anything else I what was really it know, rebuilt or tuned or something it was tuned it was uh, tuned yeah, yeah so but it know. sounds great and it, it looks pretty clean so my dad's a little wild though because i was i was talking to him last night and i was saying how like the clutch felt weird i figured out what it was it was just i got new shoes and i was being a dumbass oh uh, yeah um but i was like yeah it feels <laughs> weird and I also did almost distinctly feel it slip out of gear the other day, but I don't know what that was about. I'm just going to ignore that for now. <laughs> I want to pretend gonna, I didn't see that. I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. But uh, I was talking to my dad about it. I was like, you know, I've debated that, like, if the clutch does go, maybe I should put one in. Like, it cost me a couple hundred bucks to do. Like, maybe I should because everything else is fine. And he was, and my dad's, like, just, like, not smart with his money. And he's like... Yeah, man, put a new clutch and then like you can do the body work. I'm like, I don't care about the body of the car. I, I do not. I don't plan on putting any money into this car put besides in like maintenance. A, put in like a race clutch, like there one of go. the ones where like you move, you fucking SpongeBob it and you floor it. Yeah, yeah, like it's you lift up a little bit and it grips fucking instantly. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, no. So the other day, the reason I thought it slipped was I was leaving our work and you know how you come out and then you go straight to that stop sign. 
I went uh, the long way because I was just trying to. I was gonna punch it in the third. I was like, let's fucking go. Let me get some. Let me get some zoom before I get to the stop sign. Right. Every typical manual driver moment, just fucking banging the third. And I'm like, yeah, okay, gotta stop. But I. Uh, so yeah. I go into third and I'm going. I'm going. I let off the gas and I'm trying to let it engine brake a little so I can downshift into second. And as it's like, you can feel, you can distinctly feel it engine braking. All of a sudden, it just like releases and just coasts like I had the clutch in. And then it caught again and started like bucking. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Hmm. And it was just, it was just sort of chilling. Yeah. That's a bit worrying. A little, little bit, but uh, it hasn't, it's done that like once before, but it's not like, it's, it still shifts fine. Like it shifts great. Clutch pedal feels great. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was thinking maybe it's a worn pressure plate, but usually that's like a, know. it's busted or it's not like, yeah. It's so. broken or it's not. Yeah. yeah, it's not like a slipping clutch where it's like, oh yeah, you know it works well, it a little bit. It kind of works, but like if I punch it, it slips. Yeah, the, like a like a busted up pressure plate is like either you put the clutch in and it does nothing and you're still in gear, or you put the clutch in and it never comes out of gear. <laughs> my uh my canyon, I'm like sixty percent sure that when I would really bury the right foot, uh, it would slip. Like the clutch would slip. Oh, really? That's because it would just have like moments where it would just like the the RPM would just go like and it would mm. come back and I'm like okay that's I'm like I'm pretty sure it's slipping for like 0.1 seconds yeah but I don't care enough to fix it so. right yeah our boss was telling me how to test it but if I'm honest with you the way he was telling me is like a little scary and I'm like you know I don't know if I want to risk that with the RS so Oh, yeah. scary how? Well, he's saying, so the way you're supposed to touch it, uh, test it is put it under the highest stress. And he said the way to do that and like the Yaris being a five-speed is to get it going in first and then punch it straight to fifth and then give it a lot of gas. If it starts to slip, then you know it's on its way out. Mm. And I'm like, you know, it just sounds like I'm going to do that and the whole car is going to explode. I do that on the highway sometimes. Like if I'm in like six, third to... No, if I'm in like sixth gear on the highway, just the end of it, if I'm in sixth gear on the highway, I'll 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 put my foot to the floor, and uh, and then release my gas pedal really quick because uh, the turbo makes a funny noise. Uh, it makes like not a not an out of the ordinary funny no, noise, cool noise, but it makes a turbo noise. So it goes, I hear. I'm like, that's pretty neat. Chris is going fifty. I am a I am a child. Chris is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's how it be. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest. I would probably do the same thing. Uh, I would probably do the exact same. Because I was when I first got it, I'm like, man, I really don't know how I feel about this whole like blow off valve noise. But now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely I, I like it. Yeah, I uh, I would probably do the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do like that. <laughs> but aside from uh, media class, Chris and colorblind students, what uh, what else you been up to? Feeling a bit better, which is good. I'm glad feeling, to hear. I'm feeling a bit better. Uh, on the topic of cars, talked a little while ago about how I got a speeding ticket. Mm, yes, that's right. Uh, you were supposed to fight it, right? <clears throat> yeah. So I fi- finally, you know, went to the courthouse to fight it. Oh, it's it. already done. Okay. And uh, he's being arrested. It's not absolved, technically. Mm-hmm. If I don't get any more tickets or accidents or something like that, for six months then it will be absolved but for now it's just in limbo you don't have to <clears throat> yeah, pay it you don't yeah. have to yeah so i mean that's cool i was under the assumption that because it's my first ticket they were gonna just say whatever but it's probably did they look at the driving record for like the prius incident 
No, that didn't. Uh, that didn't count. I was gonna say maybe it. that's why they. But <clears throat> honestly, Chris, just know I know no, I now know how to ruin you. I'm gonna just I'm gonna wait. You're gonna be like going to get Chit Fil A. I'm just gonna fucking ram into you and be like, come on, man. Well, this will be an at fault accident. I'll make it at fault. <laughs> Cut the brake lines. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. But uh, uh yeah, that's so good. I, though. I, I did that. That was that was interesting. I guess. Uh, it's a lo- It was a long process. Okay. Just to absolve, what, like a $100 ticket or something? Yeah, it took me, like, you know, I filed the thing, and I didn't get the letter or, like, a date to go to court for, like, three months. Mm. And then I finally went, and then I showed up. This is what happened, by the way. I got to the courthouse. The courthouse, no parking to speak of. There's no parking. So I was like, I'm going to park on the street. Because I was under the assumption that the parking meters were, like, made in this century. Oh, yeah. So you could just, like, um, like the ones where I go to school, you can just, like, scan a QR code or whatever. Yeah. And <clears throat> punch in your plate number and, like, credit card number and stuff and just pay. Mm-hmm. Now, change only. These things look like they're from the fucking 1870s. Coughing up a lung. Uh, what the fuck is this? 1785? <laughs> so, I I had a, like 11 cents in my car. So, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to park here, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I, I remembered a nugget of information that there's a specific garage that you can park in that's right near the courthouse. So, I got there. By that time, it was almost time for me to show up. So, I was like, I paid... And then I fucking hoofed it. I fucking ran to the courthouse like 800 feet maybe. And I was like, I busted through the doors. And I was like, (laughs) 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 I'm here. I'm here. They're like, who the fuck are you? They're like, wrong courthouse. And then I showed up and the the lady's like, okay, take off every article of clothing you have to go through the metal detector. And then it went off because I turned around too fast. I put all my stuff in. Belt came off, boots came off because they were steel toe. Mm-hmm. They went through the thing, and then I went through. Metal detector didn't go off. <clears throat> I went to grab my stuff. I turned, and then it went off. So she had me walk back through and going again. And apparently, it can just go off if you turn too fast. Oh. You just generate that much force. It's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking deal with that is. But then, um, you know, I finally got to the the actual clerk's office and uh i handed in my paper i was like okay i'm here okay go wait and then i waited for like an hour and 15 minutes or so sam you know yeah so did you did you leave work early one day to do that yeah so all right that's a perfect segue to something i want to i gotta make fun of alex oh boy yeah i think i think you tell the story best but i can i can sort of preface it with my feelings Alex did some dumb shit, and honestly, I want to slap him when I see him. So we're making a call-out post on our pal Alex. Yeah, <clears throat> you, you know him from the show. He's, he's so, the guy who shines like a beacon. Yeah. Every time he's on the fucking show. So basically, um, he's working on a project for school. Yeah. Okay. Understandable, his senior year. Yeah. Know, and his thing. He left his <clears throat> he left the charger for his laptop at school like on campus roughly how far of a drive from his house would you say Uh, like well probably like 25 minutes maybe okay (laughs) 20 if you really 25 minutes out of his way 
So Alex is currently 25 minutes away from his charger. Yeah. Um, and instead of using the entire weekend that he had, or just, you know, I think he realized on the, like, Thursday, and I was there Friday, he could have just had me get it. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of just either having me get it or getting it himself, mm -hmm. he decided to not do either of those things because he had to relax, you know? I was doing a little relaxing. I had to relax. And so he didn't work on his project at all. Because he was relaxing. Because he was relaxing. He couldn't go get his charger. He was relaxing. <clears throat> and then he finally went to get his charger. And then he said, I need to take two days off to work on my project now. Yeah. <clears throat> so motherfucker wasn't at work for two extra days. All because he was relaxing and he couldn't get his damn charger. That being said... Next week for me is going to suck ass. Why? Is it like a project of some sort or final? No, it's for uh, my just my lighting lab. Mm. I have to, I'm going to have to leave early on Monday. I'm going to have to leave early on Wednesday. <clears throat> so. And then you're not there Friday for the lab too. I'm not there Friday. Yeah, that does kind of suck. But uh, yeah, just don't forget your charger there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, fuck it. I, when I heard this, like, when I heard he had it off, I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then Chris said, mentioned this to me. He just goes, I was like, yeah, why does, uh, what does Alex have? Like a project? And he's like, well, yeah, kind of. He just, he forgot his charger, so he couldn't work on it on the weekend. And I literally, my response was just like, what? <laughs> Could you, yeah. Why couldn't he just go get it? Yeah, take me back to the series of events. <laughs> like, yeah. So that's a bit of an Alex moment. That is such an Alex moment. <clears throat> you know, I had to. I had to fucking relax. I don't know what to tell you. I had to play with my flight sticks and go, <laughs> fucking relaxing. Okay. Okay, buddy. I like to think that he literally just goes home and he's like a fucking android. He just goes on the charger and sits there. He just... And that's... He fucking powers off. And that's his fucking relaxing. <clears throat> yeah. So, Alex, this is a call-out post to you. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Fucking wrong with you, man. Honestly. So, let's see, Chris. You had um, your project... You went to court. Anything else interesting happened to you? Uh, watch a movie. That again, that's very <clears throat> unusual. So you have my you have my curiosity peaked. Yeah. So I, I first heard about this movie through an ad on uh, TikTok. I'm like, this looks interesting. Um, and then I saw someone I watch on YouTube made a video about the movie. So I'm like, okay, I trust this guy's opinions, usually. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna watch the movie. Because it's avail it was available for streaming, you know, somewhat Convenient. recently. Yep. <clears throat> so there's a movie called uh, Skinamarink, and it's an abstract, experimental horror film. And abstract meaning, like, very abstract. Like, there is a plot, but it's not, like... In-your-face sort of thing? Yeah, and the, and the way the... One of the things that's very effective is that the camera is never on anyone's face in particular. It's always like showing a shot of the floor, showing a shot of the wall from like the perspective of the two main characters, which are children. <clears throat> and it is, it was nightmarish in a literal sense. It was like I was watching a nightmare. Really? It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of, it was very tense and it was one of those movies where <clears throat> every time 
every time I watch a horror movie or play a game or something, nine times out of ten, I can see the jump scares coming from a mile away. Of course. And in this movie, I'm like, okay, there's going to be a jump scare very soon. But every time there was, it was like just earlier or just later than I was expecting. Yeah. And it would make my soul exit my body every time. <laughs> Had an out-of-body experience. So, you know, it's it's a, a movie you have to be in the right mood for or else you're not going to like understand it. It's more of an experience than like a... Uh, film like it's more of a uh you have to yeah you just have to be in the right mind space for it yeah you gotta walk into it with a certain sort of attitude and it's and it really is like you know there's and i'll say this just as a disclaimer the first half hour of the movie quite honestly is the most boring piece of cinema i've ever seen in my entire life yeah i turned it off after half an hour and i came back a different day Mm. <clears throat> so you had and, a bad day and a good day. Yeah. But then the uh, the hour and ten minutes after that is like a nightmare. Yeah. It is, it is fucking terrifying in an interesting sort of way. Yeah. So I, I recommend it if you want to watch something abstract. Um, if you don't like that sort of, you know, loose abstract filmmaking, you're not going to like it. It's not for everyone. Right. So it's more like a uh, a technical marvel, so to speak. Um it's it's more of a more of like a proof of concept of how the style of like analog horror mm. which is like been pretty relegated to the internet, how that style is being transferred to cinema now. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a pretty big horror guy, and I've been seeing there's like a TikTok trend. It's probably from a movie, maybe even from that movie. I don't fucking know. Um, maybe it is because the name Skinamarink or whatever. But um, where they say like if you see a copy of or someone who looks like you. Oh, that's from um the Mandela catalog. Yeah, that that horror series. I will say, it's a internet horror web series, and it is some of the best horror I've ever seen. That's not the one we saw with the radio and the guy driving through the woods. No, that's local fifty-eight. It, oh, they're okay. very they're similar, but the uh, the Mandela catalog is very much more fleshed out. Yeah, is it long? <clears throat> um, not terribly long. Like the I'm uh, have to check it out. There's four like main volumes right now, but there's like a bunch of other like smaller stuff that mm. you can watch. And like the last the last volume that just went up is like forty-five minutes. Yeah, I and then that. the one before that's like thirty, and then the other two are like ten and fifteen or so. So it's, yeah, it's not bad, but it's fucking fantastic. But it also makes me a bit angry because the guy who makes it is like younger than me. Really, he's like eighteen, so not much younger than me. He's like basically my age, but he's like eighteen, and it pisses me off. Yeah, that he's so talented. Yeah, and I, I'm um... not. So I've been seeing that trend on TikTok where they use that soundbite, and then and basically it's like, the whole should... idea is that uh, the the monsters, the alt, they're called alternates, and they're supposed to be direct copies of people. Yeah. And there's more lore to it. It's highly recommended. It's one mm. of the few things that's made it's kept me up at night from how scary it was. Yeah. When I first watched it, it's not a problem anymore. But like when I first watched it, I was like, man. I'm a little spooked right now. I'm a little rattled. And that's the first time that's happened. Rattle me bones. That's the first time that's happened to me in a long time. Yeah. The TikTok uh, <laughs> trend of it is, is pretty cool because, like, 
It, I, I'm a sucker for the fucking VHS effect. Well, yeah, so I'm you a fucking really sucker. love analog horror. There's a ton of good series. Yeah, I, I'm a sucker for that. And that's what a lot of people do is they're like, like, the one I saw last night was like a girl brushing her hair and that sound plays. And then she hears a door and she's like, oh, hey, mom, welcome home or whatever. And like you see like just half the mom's face and she's mm. looking. And all of a sudden the bitch like leans her head over and it's the same girl, but she's got like a fucking demented smile. I, I think I've seen that it's pretty exact spooky. video. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. Um, it's like, oh, it's cool. I like that shit. I, I've, it's made me discover that I hate, like, hate as in I am terrified of um, creatures or entities that are not human but look human. Right. Because with, like, a monster. It's fucking, it's, it's a monster. It's a monster. You, can, you know that that thing's a fucking monster. I got to avoid that. But if I just see a guy that yeah. now has the, the capability to just fucking uh, erase me from existence and take my place. Yeah. That's fucking oh, that's terrifying. that's the other part of the trend, too. Is so, so that one that I was referencing that's doesn't terrifying. show that. But, like, a lot of the other ones are like, yeah, they kill the person and then they stand up and it's the same person, like, basically. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. Is, yeah, um, they take their place. And there's, like, levels of assimilation where mm. there's, like, uh, partially assimilated, like fully assimilated, where they look like the person, and then like overdriven assimilation, where it's they take on more monstrous features. Yeah, that's probably the, <clears throat> the fucking smile the bitch had in the video. And uh, oh yeah, it's super interesting. I even made like one of the projects I did in my editing class, or two of them technically, was uh, very much based on uh, or very much inspired by that series. Yeah, I um. I remember, like, Local 51 I really liked or whatever. Or was it Local, so, 58? Local 58? 58, yeah. I was like, 51 didn't sound right. Local 58, <clears throat> we watched that. I, Alex and Chris had already seen it, but I saw it for the first time with them in Chris's backyard at, like, 1 in the morning. It's pretty fucking yeah. cool. Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool. <clears throat> I, I remember we were yeah, all... Yeah, there's a ton of... Uh, like... There's a ton of great series like that. There's, like, Mandela Catalog, which is, you know, he's doing it the best. Yeah. I'll say. That's, like, S tier. Yeah. Local 58's really good. Gemini Home Entertainment's pretty good. Uh, there's the Walden Files, which I don't know a ton about. There, it's very much like, um, kind of like FNAF inspired, mm. where it's but like it. it, it <clears throat> I think there, it's basically FNAF with different rules, from what I've gathered. But mm. it's also very good, from what I've heard. Yeah, for the booms um, watching, FNAF is Five Nights at Freddy's. There's the uh. Oh man, there's a ton of them. I know someone's listening who's like, "What the fuck is FNAF?" The guy who, <laughs> the guy who made Skinamarink, his channel, uh, Bite Size Nightmares, he does a ton of like, mm. he does a ton of videos like that. Um, two Sentence Horror Stories is one of my favorite subreddits. Two Sentence Horror has some garbage on it though. It does. It does. Like it has some my hot garbage. My favorite thing to to read is bad two sentence horror. Oh, <clears> is that <throat> another subreddit? Um. No, I think it's just it's just usually collections of images like posts mm. from two sentence horror, and there's some bad ones, bro. <laughs> some bad ones. There's but one that was fucking hilarious that I read was it was um, the first sentence was there was once a man named Mister Teeth. Second sentence was we still don't know much about him. <laughs> what the fuck? Or the people who put like they squeeze like a paragraph into a sentence. Um, so there's some there's some really shitty two sentence horror stories, but there are some good ones. There are some good ones. I'm gonna read you one, Chris. Just one. 
I have no idea if this is good. You ready? Quit eating up our taxes and try how garbage tastes, you homeless fuck. Great idea, the haggard thing said, opening its jaws and revealing countless rows of razor-sharp teeth. Mmm. Spooky. That's scary. Spooky. There's a, there's a TikTok <clears throat> that, that compiles some of like the decent ones. There's some pretty cool ones. I don't really care for the out-of-this-world ones. I prefer like the, the ones that are more grounded in reality. Yeah, like that takes me out of the immersion when it says he opens his jaws and reviews his teeth. Yeah, I don't. That's kind of where I was going. I was like, I don't really like the concept of like monsters yeah. more so that I like than I like um, stuff that's more pulled into reality. What I found recently in this same genre, oh man, I can't remember what it what it's called exactly, but it's like a documentary. It was like thirty five minutes long, and it was about this class of like creatures that just appeared on the earth one day and they are from earth and they're made of like you know muscle like people and everything else are and as it progresses the creatures get more and more dangerous Hmm. so like the first one is like a plant and it's not dangerous at all in fact it can make really good fertilizer it's useful for humans and from the plant spawns little guys little crawling like mites and they're pretty harmless too people even keep them as pets one of the options is like a big snake Mm. which is harmless to people but um a bit scary because it's giant remember when i said i'd shoot a snake i don't like snakes (laughs) and then then the third one the third one is called, uh, this creature is called the Meat Mimic, and it's a like a person, kind of, that's like seven or eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. Big ass, long ass fingers. It's like Slender Man. And it's all red, and it eats people exclusively. Huh. And there's no way to defend yourself against it, which is something that I really don't like, because I'm like, I'm watching this, I'm like, just shoot it in the fucking head. Just shoot it in the head. What happens then? It, it fucking dies. It's got to die somehow. Yeah. <clears throat> and in the documentary, like, after I said that, it goes, uh, do not try to defend yourself. And it shows someone shooting at it, and it just gets pissed. Yeah. And then there's, like, it cuts to found footage of one of these things attacking. And it was genuinely terrifying. Yeah. So that's another good one. I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's worth checking out. Uh, if I If I remember, I'll put it. In the uh, in the comments, or I'll have Jordan put it on screen. Yeah, I um, it's funny you mentioned unkillable things. Um, damn, typing and spelling while fucking talking oh, is hard. Here it is, that the, first one. Vita right Carnes. Vita Carnes Living Meat Research Documentary. Yeah, that's what it's called. Fantastic, fantastic. So you say documentary? Is it fucking real? Like, is part of it real, and then they just adapted no, it? No, it's just presented as a documentary. Okay, I thought like part of it was based in reality, like how The Last of Us has the cordyceps or whatever. Like, no, it's it's just presented as a documentary, which humanizes or brings to earth a lot of the creatures, whereas like just a horror show. Is... Yeah, it's like oh, these things just appeared. They're aliens or whatever. Uh, and they want to kill humans. It's no, it's just like these things exist in nature. This is how you conduct yourself around specific creatures. Yeah, I. Uh, but yeah, speaking of things that can't be killed, there's a fucking side creature boss thing in Dead Space that its whole thing is like you can shoot its limbs off. That's how you kill the necromorphs. And 
when you shoot its limbs off, it just like stays there for a while and then it like reattaches itself. Fucking terrifying. Shit pops out of vents and shit like Among Us. It's fucking <laughs> terrifying, dude. It's the imposter. Dude, honestly, he's red as well. Yeah. He looks like a meat crayon. He's just like I'm uh I'm gonna have to uh I'm gonna have to play that game. Yeah, you have to. I mean you really have to. It's very good. It is the one EA title that I've paid sixty dollars sixty dollars for in the last like ten years that I was like, wow. Oh, it's EA, isn't it? Yeah. I like this. Yeah, it's Motive. Motive made it, and That's now they're crazy. making uh, some other shit. <clears throat> That's crazy because EA. I don't think, because EA was always like the big one who would get flack. It was them and Ubisoft, and then Ubisoft really cleaned up their act, <clears throat> and they make like. How do I want to describe this? They can put out, like, six or seven out of tens every time. Yeah. Which is like, this is a game. Yeah. It's all right. Not my favorite, but it's certainly fun and engaging enough that I might finish it. Mm-hmm. And then rarely they put out, like, an eight or a nine. And very, very rarely. rarely they'll put out, like, an eight or a nine. Um, but, like, EA, I feel like everything they put out is shit. Yeah. It's the only, it's any project that EA is hands-on with is shit. The only two they're not hands-on with that are coincidental with some of the highest-rated games is Jedi Fallen Order and the Dead Space remake. They just mm. left it to the developers and were like, figure it out. I think that's what they need to do more. Yeah. Because they buy up studios and then kill them because they just force them to make piece-of-shit games. Yeah. And then they wonder, though, why is the stop <laughs> dropping? What the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like they, they got to clean their act up. Um, but also, they they have their fucking talons and, like... The, all the sports games, which mm-hmm. make crazy money. Yeah, they lost their FIFA license, I think, and then their NFL license expires this year, I believe. Which and they're probably gonna not going to renew it. That's going to be like a, a bullet in the head for fucking EA yeah. if they don't really clean their act up after that. For real, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. But the Dead Space remake, it's very, 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 very good. Um, the game's not as scary as I remember. I think it's just because I'm older. I'm just like, it's just got the general scares that, like, we've come to know. So I'm like, yeah. you know, it's got the occasional jump scare where I go, <gasps> but I'm never like, holy fuck. If anything, it's more tense. Like, you run out of ammo yeah. and you're fucking running and there's, like, you hear this creature behind you and you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. I don't like um, things that rely on jump scares too much. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> I think a lot of horror movies, movies in particular, and games too, ever since, like, FNAF came out. It was like they rely on jump scares. I prefer attention. Yeah, um, and that's again. I, I I'm gonna be uh, sucking this series dick too much, but back to the Mandela catalog. There's no real jump scares. It's more of just it creates this feeling of dread. Yeah. As you watch it, and you're just terrified, but you're not sure why or what you're scared of. Yeah. And then there's no like rah. You know, <laughs> and I think more than even movies, two games have the ability to do that because oh, you yeah, have to you're control there. it. Yeah, like a movie you're watching, you're like, if you're watching a character who's like, <laughs> and they're creeping around, you're like, well, what are you panicking at? I can't see anything. Yeah, what are you, fl- you're what the are you game, freaking out about? Like that's the thing about Outlast that always gets me is like the creatures in Outlast aren't particularly demonic and scary; they're creepy. But like in Outlast, it's like when you hide under the bed and fucking Billy comes walking by, and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. oh my god, oh my god. That's the scary part. So, like, with Dead Space, it's definitely, it's got that old school vibe. There's a lot of jump scares, but, like, for me, the best part of it is, like, the tension of, like, you're in a boss fight, you fucking turn around, and there's three necromorphs coming, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, shit, you don't have enough ammo for yeah. them. But I will say, Chris, maybe it's by design, mm. but there's two soft lots that I found in the game 
that almost completely ruined my save. Really? Yeah. They almost became hard locks. One of them, specifically. The first one is definitely a soft lock. So what happens is there's a, there's a specific scene where you, you see these tentacles throughout the fucking Ishimura, which is the ship you're on. You see them occasionally, and they're just kind of like creeping around. You're like, ooh, something's going to happen. Spooky. Mm. And then there's finally a scene where you're walking down a hallway, and you're like getting stunk, stuck in like all this goo, and you're like, ugh, this fucking sucks. And you get to the end of the hallway, and you open a door, and the tentacle grabs uh, Isaac from behind and starts dragging him. And then you get into kind of like this action set piece where you're being dragged and you're shooting the tentacle to break it. Well, it's possible to just not have enough ammo to break it. Like just not be equipped to even destroy it. Huh. Luckily, when it kills you, you spawn before you crossed that hallway. So you can just turn around and go and buy ammo or go scavenge ammo and come back or whatever. So that's what I did. And then I killed it. The second time, however, that you get dragged by the tentacle, way later in the game, chapter 10 of 12, by the way. So right at the fucking end... It's possible to do the same thing, to have not enough ammo. And when you respawn, you're in the action set piece. I see. So I died, I counted, Chris, 16 times. 16 times I died in this action set piece before finally I realized one of my guns had just enough ammo that I was able to get in the set piece, spam the button, so that way by the time it actually let me control, he had already switched to that gun, reload it, fire three grenade launcher rounds from it, and then shoot the shit out of the tentacle, I literally killed it last second with the last bullet in that gun. Oh my god. I almost locked the entire game on myself. See, I don't think things like that are ever by design, because your the game should give you, at the very least, what you need to progress. Well, part of me wonders, with the first one, Maybe it was accuracy, but with this second one, with the way I happened to kill it, coincidentally with the last bullet, part of me wonders if maybe that was the thing I wasn't doing. Maybe the game expects you to dump your entire ammo reserve on it, and then it will adapt to that, so mm. to speak. Because like Resident Evil does that a lot, where like Village, they, they, yeah. if you have a ton of ammo, more enemies show up. If you have no ammo, less enemies show up. So like in this game, I could see where it might have been by design to be like, Oh no, you just found a bunch of ammo, now you're being dragged, and then you waste all of it, and then the tentacle dies. But I died 16 times. It was incredibly frustrating, but I got past it. Mm. I got past it, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, the game, game should be giving you at least the bare minimum what you need to progress. Mm -hmm. if, if it's a situation like that, it should be something like either you get pulled into a cutscene, mm -hmm. or, or you... Um, like empty out your magazine or something yeah and then that's it yeah honestly though like the other thing is too like in fairness i'm calling it a soft lock or a hard lock depending that's because i want to beat the game cleanly on hard difficulty i could have technically went in the settings lowered it to easy and probably killed it in five shots or whatever but like <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that like you said no, the game yeah, should yeah. prepare you for what you need in some way if it doesn't it's just bad design any other day yeah like in village as much as like part of village is like the scary part is you don't have enough ammo you always kind of have enough ammo if you're smart with it. Kind of. Yeah. It's never like, oh, I have two bullets and 12 enemies. It's always like, oh, I have 12 enemies and 30 bullets, but it takes like three to kill each one. But if I do it smartly, I can like blow up this barrel and like push this one off a ledge or like just shit like that. You know? Well, there's the one encounter that you have where you walk into this like cave area or wherever and you're just... There's like 40 fucking guys you have to kill. Yeah. And then you have to do a boss fight after that. Yeah. That part sucked dick. It did. That yeah. was the worst part of uh, Resident Evil yeah. uh, Village. That part sucked ass. It did, yeah. 
and um that is that the is that the boss fight right before uh, i'm sorry is that the boss fight with um the fucking cowboy hat guy what the fuck is his name heisenberg heisenberg yeah it was with him right that yeah one? it's like when you're you going first get into like his compound or whatever yeah that shit sucked that shit was wrong but the duke is like always there in the elevator and you have to like fucking yeah that was tough you had to buy so much ammo and do all this shit and i kept getting wrecked yeah that part sucked dick yeah so i, I kept getting pretty wrecked but uh no, Dead Space as a whole is pretty good. I do have to say the performance. I'm playing on Steam Deck. It is verified. Um, the performance is actually surprisingly good. It does drop a little, but by the time I got far enough in the game where like the action was enough to make the frame a little unplayable at times, I got used to the game looking a certain way where I was like, I really don't want to fuck with these settings. So like, I did a boss fight. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, probably about 12 or 13 frames per second. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I did the whole boss fight at that frame rate. I was like, I'm just going to suffer through. Like, I'm just going to do uh, it. When God of War came out on PC, there was an issue where, at least what I experienced, where <clears throat> it would start, like, high frame rate, and then it would, like, slowly diminish in performance hmm. as I would play. And then I could restart the game, and it would be fine. So, like, every, like, two hours, I'd have to restart the game. Weird. So, when... I think it was the first... Uh, it was the first encounter you have with uh, Magni and Modi. Yeah. And I did that encounter at like 20 frames per second because I had to restart the game. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to finish this and restart the game. So it also, I'll start at like 90 and then over the course of the two hours, it'll drop to like 20. That's crazy. They yeah. fixed it like the next day. Yeah. So it made sense. It made sense. But uh, no, it was cool. So I, I'm almost done with Dead Space. I'm on the la second to last chapter, probably towards the end of that chapter as well. Nice, and nice. then I got the second one for free for pre-ordering. So, so original Dead Space 2. Yeah, original Dead Space 2, which their rumor is they're going to remake it, but I'm like, I'm not going to wait four years to play the sequel. Yeah, I think if you're going to be remaking a, a series, I think you should just or be remaking a game in a series. You should remake uh, all of them. Well, look at Crash Bandicoot. What is it? The Reignited Trilogy or whatever? They released all three. Yeah, they like, released all of them. Yeah, I um, agree. Because, uh, again, God of War, I, I was going to play the original games because they remastered God of War 3. And then nothing else. <laughs> for PS4. So I was like, oh, they remastered 3. They must have remastered all the other ones. And they didn't. No, they did not. Yeah, they just did 3. So they just did They just did 3. Not, not Ascension, not 2, not 1, just 3. Yep. So it's pretty fucking stupid. Um. What's it called with Dead Space Two? What I didn't realize was like the whole time I was playing Dead Space Isaac, I was like, man, I I like him as a character. Like he's very much like Doom guy adjacent, where it's like he's just a badass, even though he's supposed to be an engineer. So he's, you would expect him to be more of like just a guy. Mm. But like you know, towards later in the game, he's just fucking molly whopping everything in his path, and they they do really well with his character. Like I think his dialogue is really like natural in most places. Maybe a couple odd lines here and there, mm. and then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, I really like how the game presents like story stuff where it'll be like, oh no, the reactor's reacting bad. And Isaac, being the engineer, they, they have him go into his character, and he's like, well, if I do this, and I move the A to the B, and the C to According the D. According to my calculations. Yeah, he like pretty much does that in like a much more, like, I guess, manly way. Like, he'll just, like, a much more presentable way. Not like, according to my calculations, I can move the red wire to the blue. Like, he's just much more, like, real about it, right? And I'm like, man, that's, like, one of my favorite parts about the game, is, like, the guy's performance. And then I'm listening to a podcast where they're talking about the remake, and how, like, that's, this is how you do a remake. Oh, and yeah, the guy yeah. mentions, yeah, it's way better that he, like, you know he comes up with the plan himself because in the original game he doesn't talk 
And I was like, what? Huh? So it turns out in the original Dead Space, all this stuff, all this dialogue about Isaac being like, I'm going to move the reactor to here was instead of the person calling and being like, Isaac, we have a problem in Sector 7. And him being like, I'm going to do this. It was them going, Isaac, we have a problem in Sector 7. Go do this. Really? He didn't say a word. He didn't talk until Dead Space 2. Definitely a good addition. Yeah. So what they did is they took the voice actor from Dead Space 2 and 3 and hired him again and had him voice Isaac in 1. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That's sick. Like, that's, yeah, no, that's, that's how you do a remake. That is how you do a remake. That's a $60 remake right now. Yeah. It's so good. But I, it was just funny because it's like, it's not like half-assed. It's not like, yeah, uh, I'll move the core. It's like very good dialogue. And mm. I would imagine, I don't know, but I would imagine... To make him make the plan means they had to change everyone else's dialogue. Add lines, take away lines, yeah. you know. And it, it just, it all, the dialogue's fucking great. It's a real remake yeah. instead of, we used AI to upscale the textures. It's really funny that we I can sit here. We used AI to add fucking polygons to this. It is kind of a sad day, though, that I can sit here and be like, dude, I can't believe they've remade the game. Like, they've remade it when it's called the Dead Space remake because we're so used to like, or remaster, oh, yeah. remake or remaster. And it's just like a 4K version of the same shit. Yeah, they just, um, it's the equivalent of, when you were like 12, did you ever download like a Minecraft realistic texture pack? And yeah. it was just like, the cow texture would just be a picture of a cow. Yeah. The grass would just be pictures of grass. Yeah. And it was shit like that. That's what like the modern, re, uh, the modern remaster is. It's yeah. like, it just fucking took the textures that already existed, added some polygons, or like upscaled them in a way that we didn't have to remake them and shit this game out in three months. Yeah. We didn't fix any of the bugs. We didn't fix anything. Add any content. We didn't nothing. add any content. We didn't uh, modernize the game because that's we the didn't biggest, change the controls because that that's is... the biggest thing that is a detriment with uh, with older video games playing older games is how fucking old they feel. Yeah. The f if you changed nothing about the game but just updated it to feel more modern, it would be a, a a fucking instant improvement. Well, think of like a Red Dead One remaster, like we've talked about. Like you could port it to PS Five, but it it still feels old it's in still a lot of ways. Yeah, it feels old. Yeah, but if you give it the a little bit of love, I'm not saying you have to make Red Dead Two again in Red Dead One, but if you give it like. Maybe some more of the animations and physics from Red Dead One, or the you know the, even the gunplay, like down to having to load your gun after every shot and stuff. Yeah, like, just those little things. It'll feel like a different game entirely, just by doing that. Not even by updating oh, the graphics yeah, no, or absolutely. anything. Just by doing that, like a hundred percent. That's because, the thing. Yeah, if it's the thing that puts me off playing like older games. Yeah. 100%, um, the controls. And it's the thing that makes me weary of remasters because I know it's still gonna feel like cement yeah yeah um and i really don't like that about old games and it's a technology limitation and now we don't have that limitation so yeah. way past it yeah because like... even i'm even noticing now games from like not that long ago relatively speaking like the witcher 3 i was just gonna the say the witcher 3 feels old now gta 5 feels old now yeah I was going to say, as someone who's just recently replaying The Witcher 3 after playing, well, while playing Dead Space, after playing Red Dead 2 again, The Witcher 3, while it is a phenomenal game with a beautiful world and fantastic characters, has some of the worst third-person controls I've ever fucking used. <laughs> the amount of times Geralt fucking spins in circles or Roach goes, I'm going to turn around now, and goes the opposite direction, and it's like, yeah. what the fuck is going yeah, on here? Yeah, exactly. Like, I was used to Red Dead where it's like, 
there's some weird animation things where like the game is really stuck on playing these animations out so like yeah. weird stuff will happen but generally speaking rotstar accounted for almost everything so no matter what you're doing arthur will always basically follow what you're telling him to do one way or another whether it's like yeah he turns to the side and walks sideways to make it like you're going forward like just little things but Geralt's just like swinging his arms and just yeah. walking everywhere and it's like very stiff and uh and Roach fucking sucks. I really thought they. I really think for the next gen update, they should have changed the controls. I'm not saying they like, had to like redesign the horse mechanics, but yeah. like change the controls. But the yeah, Red Dead Two has ruined horses in other games for me. A hundred percent. Because I I've never ridden a horse. But I'd imagine Red Dead Two is what it's like. But I'd imagine it's pretty accurate to what a horse. It, it, I was playing Red Dead Two. You're like this horse is a horse. Yeah. More so than playing Skyrim or Witcher or Red Dead 1. Oh, Skyrim like, especially, yeah. This stiff. horse is a vehicle that moves faster. Yeah. Rather than this horse is a horse and it has all the quirks of like a horse rather than like a car. If you mo- if you modded Roach into a bicycle, you could convince me that The Witcher 3 was bully. With the way that, <laughs> with the way could, that shit goes. Could, could you... <laughs> could you convince you with that? I think so. Could, could with the way convinced? that game handles with a fucking horse, like it has very similar like camera controls to Bully. Like it's just like, it's rough. My dude. favorite part of Bully is when he would ride the bicycle to a uh, a dragon's nest and cut off a fucking wyvern's head. That was my favorite part. <laughs> and then you do all the bike challenges and you get the fucking scooter or the the go kart and then he drives the go kart instead. My favorite part about Bully is when he has sex with multiple sorceresses. Hell yeah, this 15-year-old kid. <laughs> Fuck, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The horse control, stuff like that. Like, I think that's the biggest thing. If we're going to re-release a game and it's older, like the controls need to be up to snuff. Like The fact that Skyrim's re-released nine times and the controls have maintained <laughs> is a problem. And there's still bugs that existed in the original release. Oh, there's yeah, and there's plenty of like game-breaking bugs in Witcher as well. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and... You know, to Bethesda's credit here, I give credit where it's due. Their next game, Starfield or whatever it's called, they're making a new engine. Because that's why Bethesda games are glitchy and buggy as shit. Because they're using the same engine that they used from, like, fucking Morrowind. Yeah. And they're just adding stuff on top to make it fit the new game. So that's why, like, like, um arrows or something in uh skyrim have like bullet uh you know like bullet characteristics where it's um like modeled ballistics rather than modeling arrows yeah like red dead arrows are (laughs) arrows yeah Yeah. so and and they're finally making a new engine which is like kind of the standard you make Mm -hmm. a new engine or at least overhaul your engine every few years Mm mm-hmm uh, if not for every new game. I mean, like, Rockstar, they've been using the Rage engine for a long time since, like, I think since, like, San Andreas. Yeah. But, or maybe even, G- it may- might have been GTA 4, but they modernize it when they make a new game. Yeah. So, like, they feel similar, but GTA 4 is a lot more clunky than Red Dead 2. Yeah. Even though they're the same engine. Well, that's why Bully has the same exact an- interaction animation, not animation, controls as red dead 2 but it feels completely different and that's 2006 versus 2018 is 12 years yeah like literally in bully it's the same thing trigger a hey how you doing trigger b hey fuck you (laughs) like yeah like yeah uh and that's that's another 
like big remake thing like if they were going to remake red dead 2 if they put it on red the dead same 1. version or red dead 1 yeah they put it on the same version of the rage engine as two. they have on red dead 2 so it plays more similarly to red dead 2 than the original red dead 1 which right. still it feels old like i was saying but it still plays okay the thing about red dead 2 i mean red <laughs> dead 1 as well is like they already have the character models like all of those characters are in the game you could just like age some of them up a little bit like, that's also true yeah that they have everything they need to remake it you know how insulting it would be though because you said remake red dead 2 imagine if they actually remade red dead 2 next year and they remade, <laughs> and they red, dead remake red dead 2 i'd be furious i'd be so mad they're like this is the red dead 2 ray tracing update this is a red dead 2 remake and they charge 70 dollars for it i'd be and it's actually just gta 5 i would be furious i would be so mad Fuck, man. Are they still releasing that game, GTA Five? I think it already came out for PS5. Because they already did. They they did their... That's fucking crazy. I can't even say they did their next-gen update because they already did a next-gen update in, like, 2014. They did yeah. their next next-gen update already. Yeah. Next-gen squared. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It is pretty fucking wild. That's dude. another game that needs to stop existing. Yeah, it really does. Stop releasing GTA Five. Stop releasing Skyrim. I think they've stopped releasing Skyrim. I can't I remember the last Skyrim release. The anniversary update with the survival mode, which was, um, I think, when the PS5 came out. Oh, so it's sooner than that. It was November of 2020. Yeah, they got to stop releasing that game. But that's, you know, that's November 2020. It's 2023 now. So. In fairness, Todd Howard, the <clears throat> fucking, like, whatever leader guy, designer guy at Bethesda, was like, <laughs> when people were like, why do you keep remaking this? <laughs> he, he, literally, buying it. <laughs> he literally said, stop buying it and we'll stop making it. And I think people are stopping to buy it, finally. Yeah. So. Well, it's like, if they can put in minimal effort and make a ton of profit, oh yeah, why are yeah. they not going to do it? You know, exactly. Like I get that it's shitty, but like every company's shitty. That's that's capitalism. Like, they're out to make money. You're gonna buy it. Vote yeah. with your wallet. Like, I've said it before. Uh, all companies kind of suck. Yeah, I look at it as vote with your wallet. Like everyone who's been saying like, oh yay, PlayStation's finally bringing their games to PC. Buy it. If that if you like that behavior, buy the PlayStation games on PC. Then that's mm. what's gonna show them that they should be porting games to PC. You know? Yeah. Like when Returnal comes out, if it's Steam Dead Verified, I'll probably buy it. Like, yeah, that's a uh, that's a good point. But then there's companies that actually do listen. Not necessarily. This isn't necessarily a video game company, but Toyota was listening when the new Supra came out, and everyone was bitching like, "Oh, it's automatic only. What the fuck." That this mm. is the whole this is the, the whole the sports appeal. car is automatic. What this the is the whole appeal of like the Mark IV Supra is that it was like a, a rear wheel drive V six uh, a six speed manual. I think it was five speed. I'm not sure. Uh, any Supra wonks, feel free to correct my correct me. And then you could boost it up to like fucking eighteen hundred horsepower. Holy shit! And you know, they release the new one, and it's like, yeah, it has all that stuff, but it's automatic only. And then, like, three years later, they they were like, okay, because you asked, we this we weren't planning to do this, but because you asked, we're releasing one with a six-speed manual now. Yeah. And sure enough, it's out now. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, another example of that, too, much, much less grandiose is, like, Dying Light. Dying Light 2 has a reference right in the beginning with uh, a radio tower. It's literally an Easter egg for the first game where it's like, he's like, oh, thank God I don't have to climb this tower. And you try to climb the tower and you fail the mission, right? Really? People literally said like, 
oh, we wanted to climb the tower to take screenshots because it's the biggest thing in the fucking game. You can see like the whole map before you get to the main map and it's fucking magnificent. It's like a post-apocalyptic forest. It's beautiful. People are like, we wanted to take screenshots. Patch comes out randomly, removed barrier. You can just climb Good. the tower now. There's uh, Just because people are like, come on, man. There's a, um, a line like that, an Easter egg uh, or reference line like that in uh, Far Cry 5. Where you yeah. climb like the radio tower once, and he goes, "I'm not gonna ask you to climb all these radio towers yeah. because in Far Cry three and four, That's you would all climb them. You, did. you would just climb radio towers because you didn't have to buy weapons. You would climb the radio tower and unlock a weapon for free." Yeah. So that's like there was no. So that's the first thing I would do when I would play the game is I would go and unlock all the towers. Yeah. Because and you get the map revealed and everything. Yeah. Yeah, you would get the you would get the towers, and then you would go to the gun store, and you would have like every gun now. You'd have fast travel, like there was perks yeah, to yeah. it, and that's why everyone was like, "This is the problem with Ubisoft." Is like they released Assassin's Creed, they put towers into the lore of the game, like it's actually a lore thing, not necessarily just a gameplay mechanic, and then they're like, "Let's put that in fucking everything." <laughs> like the division has towers, dude. Like yeah. I mean, Far Cry 6 does it better. It's outposts more than anything. Yeah, like you bust through the fucking gate. <laughs> yeah. Do it. And it's not like traditional Far Cry outposts where it's like, they're like checkpoints. Yeah. Where you show up and there's like five enemies maybe. Yeah. And you gun them down, you burn the place down, and then and then it's yours now. Yeah. So, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. But, Video uh, games, you know? Yeah, more games need to use Unreal Engine, by the way. Because I'm, I'm noticing, so they're using Unreal 4 <laughs> for Atomic Heart. And honestly, I'm very impressed with their PC requirements. Now again, I still get skeptical even though the game looks great and the developers have been super transparent. Their genuine PC requirements, Chris, it was like high settings, 1080p, 60 frames per second, a 1060. Now, mm -hmm. you think like, oh, 60 frames per second. Like, what happens when I get to action set PCs? You know what they said? They said, no, 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 60 frames per second is the lowest frame rate we got when testing. Wow. The average in non-action areas was 100 frames per second. But we picked the lowest number and put that as the target. So theoretically, a 1060 is gonna get you pretty much a locked 60 frames per second, which to me, 1080p 60 means a 1060, which is not too far off of a Steam Deck, running at 720p, I'd probably get that bitch to 40, 50 frames per second, somewhere around there. I'm fucking excited for Atomic Heart. What's, uh, what's that one about? It's kind of like a spiritual successor, spiritual successor to Bioshock. Um, oh, okay. It's like oh, yeah, Cold War Soviet this. sort of spooky shit where you have powers and stuff. And hmm. It's kind of like a uh, sort of like a Doom like, like Bioshock. Yeah. Unreal Engine, uh, Unreal Engine in general. I think the demos for like uh, UE5 are fucking insane. Yeah. Well, like, it's, it's Nanite. Nanite's the biggest fucking thing they added. It to that. looks it the you can make things that look amazing that run well yeah well like i i still i've watched so many videos when that came out or was announced and of people like explaining how nanite works and i'm just like i don't get it i have no particular desire to make video games but unreal engine is uh unless i'm thinking of um the other one unity. The other? unity i think it's i think it's unreal engine uh, they both maybe are completely free. So Unreal Engine's free, and you after you make your to... first million, they take ten percent. Yeah, they yeah, and it's open source as well, mm -hmm. because uh, I was like, ah, I'll I'll play around with this, and I went on like Epic Games and the it's right store because yeah. it's their engine, and they say, hey, uh, 
link your account or like give us your email and we're going to send you uh oh you have to link your github account and we're going to send you the github repository mm -hmm. so that you know you have all the source files yeah and you can use them at your leisure yeah and it's pretty fucking awesome it is cool and um and i'm glad they kind of go for that model of like we're only gonna knock you once you start making the big bucks, you know. Yeah. Once you and start making money, two is not that bad. Ten percent of every sale, um, no, it's not bad. Yeah. Because no, I think already like, Steam already takes forty-five percent or whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. So if you make the game and they, you know, they do it that way, it'd be like fifty percent for them. I think Epitates they do it based off your earnings as well, where like it starts at ten percent after the million and goes to like twenty-five for the Epit store. So if you have 10% for the creation, I'm not sure how that ties into like the Epic Store release. It might be they the might, same. They might cut you a break if you do an Epic exclusive. Yeah. Because they, they've been really good about that. I think it's because they're making so much money on fucking Fortnite. Yeah. That they can just be like, ah, oh, whatever. We, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll make back whatever we, whatever break we cut you, we'll make that back tomorrow. Because yeah. some fucking... Some Put kid, that back right now. Some kid stole his parents' credit card and bought 40,000 V-Bucks. I do have to say, one thing I heard they do with V-Bucks that I thought was kind of cool is you can revert all of your purchases and get all your money back because of some law that was passed, but you just get banned. That's all. <laughs> you just get banned. Like, that's kind of cool. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, so like when Fortnite dies, does that mean I can literally just get my money back? Yeah. Like, I don't know how that works. For all your skins. Uh, they actually give it to you in V-Bucks, though. They give you they transfer they transfer V bucks into your account into your bank account. There's just a new account open on my my Bank of America app just saying V buck. Hi, uh, yeah, Jordan. Uh, it looks uh, like on your account here you have um, ten thousand V bucks. Do you want to explain that? Is that like a cryptocurrency? Oh no, that's uh, Fortnite. I'm gonna go buy some skins. I'm gonna buy that. the Kratos. Skin. I'm gonna buy the fucking battle pass. <laughs> Ah, oh, shit. That's all I got, Chris. Chrissy man, Chris man, Chris guy. Yeah. yeah. Chris, Chris the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Any any others? Christopher. Anyway, if you enjoyed whatever this was. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Group Podcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and the RSS feed, all linked below. There's also Instagram and TikTok where you can contact us and email senselessfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. And YouTube and Spotify both have video platforms. They do. That they do. Hey, what's your favorite podcasting app? What's your podcasting app of choice? Pocket Cast. Damn, brother. It's Sponsor us. It's free. It supports manual RSS. You can have a bunch of shows. You can set up upnets. You can change speeds. You can do auto downloads. Free advertising, Pocket Cast. Give us some money. Give Cut it, us some money Literally right give now. me $30 and I will make an entire episode about your app. An entire one-hour episode? Yeah. For thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. I mean, that's nothing. I'm dunking for like three days. If dude. you give him thirty bucks, you gotta give me fifty bucks though. Yeah. Chris has no idea what Pocket Cast is, but he'll be there. He'll be moral support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be a hype Funny. man. Mm. 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 Yes. Mm. Pocket casts. Casts in my pocket. Cast. My pocket, dude. You really? What do you think about that? I'm I'm casting fucking Wingardium Levioso. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Right. Anything's got to be better than Spotify though. Spotify fucking sucks. Spotify is good for one thing, and it's that they have definitely the best RSS support site. If you have, if you have a podcast that has a lot of episodes, 
uh, you're gonna be scrolling for fucking ever. You can't just filter out shit that you've already listened to. That's another thing podcast does. Yeah, it filters out. Obviously, it does this intuitive thing where it's like, oh, you already heard this. You're not gonna listen to it again. Bye. And yeah. then you can go to the archive and view it. So, anyway, uh, see you next time. See you next Tuesday. No, next Wednesday. It's Wednesday. No. It's a Wednesday show. It's Wednesday. I was calling them a cunt.